five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. This, you know, I think that almost every day, but this is really interesting. This is a Rhonda Basler. I don't know Rhonda, but this is really, really interesting. So let's look into this. With all the digital marketing channels now available, direct marketing has fallen out of favor. Well, I don't know if it ever really had much favor. You know, it, I went I went and stayed at a and b in uh, Dublin, and on the door was this beautiful polished brass plate that said, no junk mail, right over the mail slot. So, you know, mail has, has had a, a rocky past, but that's, but the fact that it still exists says it must be doing something right. So for the most part, uh, consumers recall an article of mail far more than digital correspondence. It's physical, which means that it doesn't just evaporate. Like when you turn off this live stream, you will no longer see this ad. But if you had a piece of mail, or something like that, something physical, and I usually keep some around, but I threw those away because they weren't very good. Uh, yesterday, I got a Vermont Country Store catalog. I'm, I'm set that aside. I'm waiting to dig into that. I'm thinking I should get a nightshirt like Ebenezer Scrooge. Maybe, uh, maybe Vermont Country Store would like to sponsor the daily show. Okay, it 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 offers reach and engagement, and I'm never quite sure what reach means. I know that engagement means that you have to touch it. You have to make a decision. A lot of the people trying to get uh, machine learning going think that they can work their way backwards from who ordered and say, but you, in order to understand machine learning, you have to understand who didn't order, who saw it and said no. That's the label data set. We need both. And we need to know a lot about the people that said no. We can do that with their physical address. We can do that with mail because it's physical. They have to touch it. They have to engage. That's better than a click. And it can only be thrown out in the household by a decision maker. So you've got 100% engagement with a decision maker. So I would go further than uh, than Rhonda on that one. But, you know, I'm just an evangelist for mail. Okay, it isn't uncommon for businesses to capture just 40% of email addresses. But if you ship stuff, right, mailing addresses can be 100%. If you're shipping stuff, credit cards, contracts or agreements, loyalty programs. And you can also run contests and things and say, hey, if you don't put your address on here, you're not winning. We'll go on to the next one. We'll do it, draw another name. And uh, that actually does work if you're, if you have a decent brand, not if you're, uh, you know, if you're scaring people. In April, 62% of people said, and again, I will always want to know, uh, where these surveys came from, be great to just mention where they were done. Can't find that. 62% of people said to someone that <laughs> said receiving a card in the mail made them feel connected, and 55 said they felt less isolated after receiving just a piece of mail. So you connect with your can connect with your customers. Okay, but how do you maximize direct mail in a digital age? Well. It can affect the entire customer journey. I have case studies over and over and over where even in hard goods, even in stuff that you don't buy, but a couple once every couple of years, it still impacted the the downstream value. I was going to talk about a lifetime value article, but it's you know it's not that good. It 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 basically says that if you have a watch offer, people either buy a watch or they don't in, in jewelry. But if you have if you have a uh, an app in the store, then uh, 
then there's all kinds of ways people can buy. Well, I've done work for jewelry companies and a couple of them actually. And the fact is that if you mail them, they do more, you know, and the lifetime value of a jewelry customer can be tens of thousands of dollars. You know, we did actually an analysis over multiple years and, uh, you know, and the owner of the company said, you know, I, I, I take them out, you know, if somebody does something nice, we can, we can do custom work for them. Uh, you know, they, they tell me I'm so, it's such a relief to find a jeweler that we can trust. And he said, that can be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. (laughs) Just saying the lifetime value of a grocery store buyer. You know, I figured out my grocery store lifetime spend at the Piggly Wiggly is about 200 grand. So there, you know, this this whole idea of one and done is really wrong in in marketing and the direct mailers know that. Okay. So the author Rhonda says it's it's cost effective although rarely do they give us specifics and that is a, a problem for me. I see lots of specifics saying that direct mail has like for example 30% better engagement or higher response or higher response but you know the cost of a of a mailing piece let's say like a dollar compared to a cost of a banner ad which is you know a retargeting banner ad is like a nickel uh direct to i mean buy physical address uh they're less if you just spray them out there um you know it's 20 times more expensive and it it needs to be 20 times more effective so I, I'm always suspicious of these kind of statements that are general. And if you're writing, if you've got an article that you're ready to submit, try to get rid of these generalized statements about how, what percentage of people love mail. Give me some hard facts about how it did. Uh, but anyway, this is the really, the, the article gets better as you go along. Sometimes I get, you know, I get into these articles and I think, oh, brother. But there's some real, there's some real gold here. Stick with me. Okay, the right person, the people you hire. To head up your project should understand how to derive actionable insights from marketing data. This is really interesting. This takes this article takes a complete pivot from how to do mail. You know, I was thinking they were going to say, oh, mail to the right person. Yeah, that's right. Everybody knows that. But instead, they're saying you need to figure out how to get the right people working on your on your mail. And this is key. Apply the test, learn, grow approach to campaigns. You know, that's the very heart of what we mean by direct marketing. Okay, if you've followed me for a while, you know that. It's the testing that makes all the difference. Okay, and so, uh, is it Rhonda or Rhoda? Ron, Rhonda. Okay, Ron, sorry, Rhonda. Um, got that line in there. Okay, it says, digital marketers are the perfect fit. This is so interesting. They're great at deriving insights from data and using it to design tests and experiments. And digital marketers possess the traits that are ex- essential to successful direct mail marketing. Isn't that interesting? You know, I really, I really want to thank Rhonda for, you know, pushing me past this barrier because I've worked with so many young people that didn't know what cost of goods meant. Didn't, for sure didn't know what EBITDA meant. Didn't know what lifetime value meant. You know, they just thought as long as they generated more revenue than they spent getting it, that they were they were making a profit. You know, nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, sending your mail to the right person with the wrong message, knowing your audience. Okay, now she gets into the details. But <clears throat> I just love this paragraph right here. So 
if you can if you can teach digital marketers about how mail can work and the advantages of using testing in mail over testing in digital which few understand because few have done it they probably didn't get one lecture even in their NBA classes about mail and the distinctives of mail so if you can teach them a little bit they can apply their skills easily to mail if their direct marketing have that they have that if they have that what we called it heuristic in my original definition of direct marketing back 30 or 40 years ago or whenever it was and so obviously you got to send it to the right person in fact it's better to send the wrong offer to the right people because they'll go find the right person they'll go find somebody who wants it than it is to send a great offer to the wrong person who just you know hates mail or hates uh whatever product you've got or whatever you know but you can't figure that out so there are better mailing lists and there are worse mailing lists there's no perfect mailing list and there's no uh, you know, you'll always get some orders. It's hilariously funny that way. Okay. Uh, ask questions. Ask who's interested in this. And you can get some good information. But ultimately, direct mail is a media, a medium, just like any other. You're not going to know for sure. You're not going to predict the future. You're going to know who's going to buy and who isn't. Not in any list. It doesn't work that way. That's not the way advertising works. We send it out. And we see what happens to a large extent, just like TV, just like digital. But the advantage of mail is we know who we sent it to. We know who saw it. And so we get that baked in labeled data set, which gives us far richer information than just knowing who bought. You see the difference? You see, when we started doing uh, prospect modeling, um, and some of our best work was with in-fishermen, um, the industry said, just look at Look at your response rate per zip and then use those zip codes to define your market. And that makes a lot of sense. But in a half a million piece mailing, you're only mailing to about 20,000 of the 50 some thousand zip codes in America. So right away, you've cut your sample in half. Second, even with a couple of percent response, uh, that 20,000 quickly goes down to about 2,000 zip codes per, uh, provide all of the positive response. And of that 2,000, about 80% only have one order. So in a half a million piece mailing, you, you get, you know, you get, mm, 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 what's 80% of 2,000? Well, 100% would be, two, you know, it's like take away four. Okay. It's like, it's like you got, You've got 440 zip codes that matter, right? No, 400 zip codes. But anyway, out of 50,000 zip codes, and you're going to define your whole result by that? No. What you got to do is you got to think, well, a zip code we mailed 100 pieces and got no orders from is much worse than a zip code where we only gave it one chance. And so we took the cost of mail into account. And that gave us that richness that we needed. And we just did fantastic prospect mailings. We learned a lot. Okay, 92% um, and as much data as possible. And again, if you followed me, you know that's not right. <laughs> the data, the more data you have, the, 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 the more spurious correlations you have. It's really important not just to say we need as much data as possible. No, you need the best data possible. And that's why mail has more value than digital. That's why it has way more value 
than 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 just tracking data or or click through data much much more valuable 92% of marketers believe using first party data to understand your customer base is critical well you know <laughs> test it okay anyway and of course you can influence your your stages of customer journey with mail, you can stick it in a lot of different places. I've seen it work, in, you know, as initial contact. I've seen it work as follow-up contact. I've seen it work as driving traffic to the store. I've seen it work after the store. There's a lot of places it can go. Personalized, you know, it depends on what step you're on. Stash T made a whole business out of sending out e emails saying, you know, uh, when people would write them, they'd write them back and they would keep it in their database saying, oh, you enjoyed Stash T at the uh, at the concourse hotel in Madison for your daughter's wedding oh that's so great okay postcards can serve a dual purpose they can either be direct mail or takeaways in other words you can leave the offers in the stores that sort of thing um, it does you might want to print a different version of the offer to track that I like that she mentions test and monitor because that's in, in incredibly in, in, important she says don't just look at response rate but look at average order revenue per order and cost per acquisition and especially profit per piece so we take the gross margin generated we subtract the mailing cost we subtract the uh, order processing cost and we're left with something like EBITDA which your finance guy will be impressed with even if all you did was mention it and so again excellent article but especially good about saying that the digital marketers are not just throwaway people just because we've we've we have an uneducated generation doesn't mean we can't help and uh, I have to say I've spent a career working with people and teaching direct marketing internally to your staff and it can work really well and the nice part is the consulting engagement ends the, the the kids go on to do great things and you know I go on to the next company so if you have a staff that you really like but they just don't know much about mail give us a call join the meetup you'll meet some other people that are very very talented in direct marketing and direct mail get connected with the direct mail community which seems to be coming back from the dead have a great day like and share your friends will know you're smart